1: one of the hits from the cranberries and they, they were certainly uh, you know a big act in in the 90s and, and really a hit in kind of the, the alt rock community and so it's pretty shocking news today to learn that uh dolores O'Riordan, the lead singer of the cranberries died suddenly at the age of 46 now, it's not exactly clear what happened but the music industry really reeling from this news and certainly fans as well uh, alan cross uh, joins us, uh, covers music for uh, global news, also the host of the ongoing history of new music and uh, his website, a journal of musical com. Alan, thanks for uh, making some time for us here today.
0: Oh, you're very welcome.
1: All right, so what do we know at this point about what happened here?
0: She was found in a hotel room at nine o'clock um, local time, and that's all we know. She was in London doing some recording, and uh, I guess the maid or housekeeping or somebody discovered her an unresponsive female at uh, 9 o'clock in the morning, and, and this is it. It's very shocking. Nobody yet saw this coming. Usually, you know, when, when somebody of a, a certain stature dies, you, you have uh, an inkling that something's wrong, but yeah. not this one. This one came out of nowhere.
1: Well, and, I mean, you, you're quite familiar with Dolores O'Riordan. In fact, people may not realize that the real Toronto connection with, with her and the band, but, um, you know, she was, as you describe her, she was troubled.
0: She was. Uh, She has, um, if you go to the Global News website, I wrote something about Dolores, and I found an interview that I did with her back in 2009. She was very, very open and blunt about her problems with mental illness. When the Cranberries took off, she was 18. The youngest member of the band was 16. They sold 6 million copies of their first album, 14 million copies of their second. And basically, their youth died at that point they spent six years on a tour bus and living at hotels around the world and that really played hell with her head she was already prone to depression and at age 24 dolores had a a nervous breakdown and she's very very she was very very upfront about that saying that you know these the pressures of, of stardom the paparazzi everywhere drove her around the band so she pulled back from the music industry at age 24, had her first child at 25. One of the reasons she liked coming to Canada was that she could be pretty anonymous. Uh, we had a radio station, a chorus radio station, right downtown in Toronto at the Eaton Centre, which is one of the biggest shopping centres in the country. And we'd often see Dolores just walking around shopping. And, yeah. Because she had, a, I think they had a house in Mississauga. And I'm, I know for a fact that they had a cabin Uh, a very nice cottage uh, north of Peterborough that they spent a lot of time at. That's where Dolores did a lot of songwriting. That's where she did a lot of demoing for for some of her solo material. She loved to write snowmobiles. She got chased by a bear once, (laughs) she found it all very, very charming um, because her husband, Don Burton, was a former road manager for Duran Duran, and he was Canadian. So that's how they came to to be here, and that's, I think, why they uh, enjoyed it so much here is because it was quiet. It allowed her to sit in the woods and, and... just be herself.
1: It's interesting because when when people think of '90s alt rock, we think of uh, certainly the grunge scene and you know the the Seattle sound. We think of the Brit pop sound, but the Cranberries were really neither, right?
0: No, they were from Limerick, England, or sorry, Limerick, Ireland. So they were kind of caught between the grunge that was coming out of North America and the Brit pop that was happening in, in the UK they got lucky in the sense that they were discovered right when alternative rock was peaking, beginning to peak in the early 1990s. At that point any young band with a distinctive sound had an opportunity to get signed and Island Records found the Cranberries, they had this wee fierce woman out front who could sing very very sweetly and softly but at the same time turn into something growly and angry and yelpy And not only that, uh, they wrote all their own songs, and these songs were really, really good. So Island Records signed them. That got them a deal with Universal Records eventually, and they just blew them up. They worked very hard. I mean, that wasn't unusual. That's what happens with all bands. And they ended up selling about 40 million records by the time they broke up in 2001 or 2002, I think it was. And by that time, everybody was was pretty much – that was a good 10-year ride. And they were, like I say, from their teens to their late 20s. It was time to, to take a break. So, uh, yeah, they, they will be remembered as, as one of the, the ultimate uh, 90s bands. So many people loved them because for the fact that they fill in that gap between grunge and Britpop.
1: Well, they had a unique sound, but, I mean, she had a unique sound, it's a very unique voice. She
0: did. Uh, and Let me tell you, she was a wee, wee, wee Irish woman. Yeah. But uh, you know, she had an attitude that she was able to express with her voice. And you know, when we first heard songs like "Zombie," and she's doing that yelping thing through mm-hmm. the chorus, I mean, nobody else was doing that. That was that was all brand new. And uh, the guitars were big enough and crunchy enough that it uh, it I don't know if it offset or whether it complemented her vocal style. Whatever case, it was it was it, it was it was a hit. And you know, songs like "Linger" and a, and a bunch of others. They, you know, were were not only, uh, you know, they they started out as an alternative band, but then they were able to cross into other formats as well. And now, if you listen to, a, like, an adult contemporary radio station, you'll hear a song like "Linger." Why, why not? It, it, it fits
1: just just perfectly. Yeah, yeah I still hear it all the time. Now, uh, bands tend to break up, and and this band, I guess, is is no different. I mean, obviously, the the Cranberries um, saying very nice things about Dolores today and and mourning her passing. But I mean, was 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 there bitterness?
0: No, the band had actually got back together in two thousand nine, and the reason they got back together was because they felt okay. We're older, we're wiser. We've all, we've we've all got kids, and all these kids, the, our children, are asking, "Mommy, Daddy." You know, somebody says that you were in a famous rock band. Was that true? So they decided that, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll show the kids. Uh, we'll get together and, and take the kids on tour and show them what Mommy and Daddy used to do. And this is why we've provided the life for you that we have, because we were really good back in the day. So they got to back together in 2009. There were two albums uh, as part of that reunion. There were a number of tours as part of that reunion. In fact, they were touring up until... Uh, late last year. They had to cancel some shows, though, because Dolores had a bad back and on the advice of her doctor. uh, It was like, yeah, you know, uh, you better call off these shows and maybe reschedule them for 2018. And if you look at any posts or any tweets or anything that had come from Dolores uh, since then, I mean, they're all pretty positive. I mean, she Mm -hmm. was in London recording with this other band that she has called Dark, which is D period, A period, R period, K period. Um, and there was there was no indication that there, there was anything wrong. Uh, everything seemed to be going fine. Um, she actually had spent, from the looks of her tweet, she had spent part of uh, December in Canada visiting some family and friends.
1: Really sad. Um, 46 years old. Uh, so, uh, Alan Cross, we'll leave it there. Uh, your piece up today at globalnews.ca is mentioned, and more at ajournalofmusicalthings.com. Appreciate it, uh, as always. Thanks for joining us here. You're very welcome. All right. That is uh, music writer and historian Alan Cross uh, sharing his thoughts on Dolores O'Riordan, confirmed uh, passed away at the age of 46. Really strange. You know, as he mentioned, you look at her Twitter account, she tweeted on January 3rd, uh, holding a cat uh, in a picture. Bye bye, Geo. We're off to Ireland. Uh, just the week before, on December 26th, she tweeted a picture of herself uh, with a caption heading to YYZ to see my babies. Happy New Year, everyone. So really sudden uh, and and tragic. The Cranberries' official Twitter account uh, says, quote, We are devastated under the passing of our friend Dolores. She was an extraordinary talent, and we feel very privileged to have been part of her life from 1989 when we started the Cranberries. The world has lost a true artist today. All right, 403-974-8255. We'll have some time for your calls here and a time remaining. Also, an update on this bizarre swatting case. Uh, and drawing a nexus between Wichita, Los Angeles, and Calgary. We're back with more right after this.
0: Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.